I'm from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. Twelve degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's this man? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, it's just the commish. Um, we're talking week 15. It's final four weekend. Playoffs are among us, coming in hot and heavy. A lot of last place uh, league, a lot of last place finishes are being determined this week. But we took a hiatus last week, and the podcast has kind of been in flux. But you know what? We got on the phone a kid that needs no introduction, Mikey Mack on the ones and twos. How are we doing, Trots? Hey, it's great. You know, lounge line, active. Uh, I'm glad to be here. You know, I uh, I know I haven't been doing the show the past couple weeks. It's not because I've been upset with myself, really. I mean, just been busy, man. Just been busy. I totally feel that. And at the same time, I feel like the fantasy, it's like the fantasy flu. Like, a lot of guys you're trying to reach out that are not in the mix, like, they're kind of just, like, turned off to fantasy, like, almost jaded in a sense, that they're like, like, what did I just spend the last four months doing? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and from my perspective, too, you know, I had such a whirlwind week 13. You know, I went from possibly, like, I, it looked good for me to actually make the playoffs with, uh, you know, CMO's team not really fulfilling, you know, what they should have been doing. And to have, you know, Dalvin Cook get hurt like that and have Gallagher sneak in the playoffs, it, it hurt me a little bit. But, you know, I, you know, I, was, I bounced back, actually. People that talked to me, I was in good, I was in good state of mind. Good state of mind. Um, at, the, at the same time, when every time you look at yourself and you think you're down in the dumps, like, look to someone else because someone else in the world has got some, a little bit worse than you, you could say. Um, let's just say if you were a player, you're one – Went away from being in the playoffs, and then you find yourself playing in the last place bowl, the Teats Bowl. You know, it it could be worse at the end of the day, right? Oh, are you talking about yourself? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I can't see any fantasy uh, a fantasy plunder like myself. I don't see any worse situation. Well, I mean, to lose nine in your last ten is you know just. I mean, it's almost like you're like the Cincinnati Bengals right now. It's like you've hit rock bottom. I've busted through the bottom. I'm. I'm in hell right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, you know, and it's just one of rain supporters, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's bring it back. We're talking Final Four weekend. You know, I went back in the history books of the Soldat TDs League, and since 2012 in the Soldat TDs League, there's only been three winners, Ryan, Lewis, and Wasim. And now with Lewis as the only remaining player in the Final Four, can this year have a different outcome? I mean, I think so. I mean, I really like Stu- what Steuben's been doing. I think Channel's been solid all year. I mean, uh, Lace team has been just steady Eddie. And then, you know, Lewis has the biggest wild card in terms of Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's really anybody's league, to be honest with you. I would like to say it would be good to – that's off, like, a bunch of new faces. You could say Lewis has been there before. But I would like to see some parity in the league. I would like to see someone else win it. And I, I hope um, – 
for a different outcome, something different uh, for uh, for to host that trophy at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, are we are we gonna get right into it? Or we no, no, I just I just want to touch a little bit on that first. Sure. Yeah. All right. So week fifteen came and gone. A lot of injuries across the league. I think it was like the most injuries, like top ten players I saw, like just dropping like flies, like Mark Andrews, who like Juju was out. T.Y. Hilton was out. James Conner was out. Uh, Mike, Mike Evans now done. Blew out his hamstring. Um, Lockett. Josh, yeah, Josh Jacobs didn't play. Yeah, Lockett went threw up a zero. It was just a craziness going on. So going forward, another a little bit tit of uh, of news. Hi, did, did you see the pass got caught videotaping the bagel sideline? You were texting me that, and I was just like, why? Why even bother? Like, you don't got enough tape on these guys? Come on. Supposedly, supposedly it was a a different uh, news outlet or something, some media person that Bill Belichick wasn't affiliated with. But it's bad optic for the Pats. Well, hey, they're reeling, honestly, though. I mean, they look terrible. I know they've been – well, that's what happens when you actually have to play an NFL team. Geez, the first eight weeks, they – I mean, come on now. It was peewee football they are playing against. Um, that, You know what that also reminds me of? And I know it's Bears-Pats week, but who have the Pats really beaten? Nobody. You know what I mean? No. Like, that's, that's, that's one of the I, – I, I don't want to jinx it, but that's one of, like, these – the softest, like ten and three teams I've seen, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, I've been I've been saying it for. I mean, you could go check the tweets. Go check the tweet day. Mikey Mack was not. I mean, I was hot, dude. People are trying to crown this defense as like the best defense in the in the world. I mean, just can we just pump the brakes a little bit? That's all I was saying. Yeah, they do have a good pass rush, and they do get turnovers, but they're they rank like twenty eighth in uh, against the run defensively. Um, their offense. I've can they miss on an RB two like they have? I mean, not RB two, a wide receiver two. They have no other options for Rogers to throw the ball to. Yeah, you talking Brady, right, Brady? No, I'm I'm talking. I'm still I'm still talking uh, the the Packers. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, trust me. I, as an Aaron Rodgers fantasy owner, I I've lost many of uh, many a hair follicle watching them fuck pulling my hair out watching it. It's just it's just a joke, dude. That, that might be something to touch base on later. Um, another little piece of no, uh, news from uh, week 14. How about the Texans getting smoked by 30 at home versus a rookie Denver quarterback? Yeah, oh, Denver's been, like, doing that to teams. Like, you know, it just – when you think the team's going to just go in there and blow out Denver, they kind of make it interesting. But that was just the Texans just didn't come to play. But then how, what's even worse, though, is how about the Colts, like, blowing up a huge lead to Tampa? Like, what's going on? I – Tampa is an enigma to me. Yeah. We touched on that Patriots thing real quick. Out of their 10 wins, they only have one game where they beat a team. Oh, I guess two, actually. Two games out of the 10. 10 wins that they, they beat someone over 500. The yeah. Steelers. And the Steelers. Steelers and Bills. And Steelers were like 0-4 at the time. Yes. And like every, everyone was hurt. Yeah. Like Mike Tomlin should be in the running for maybe coach of the year, even though they're just a game over 500, but they're in the playoff race. Um, just to think, like, like Juju being banged up most of the year, no Antonio Brown, no Le'Veon Bell, uh, Roethlisberger goes out. You're on your third string quarterback at Duck. Your one quarterback, Mason Rudolph, gets a helmet off the face. 
Like, in order, like, to bring that D, like, the Steelers' D is back to that vaunted Steeler defense like they were when we grew up. Like, with the Palomalos and the James Harrisons and stuff like that. Their defense is playing outrageous. And, like, Ducks throwing the ball maybe, like, 16 times in their winning games. Just, they, you know what they win? They win those just shitty, like, slug them out, win, like, 17, 13 games. You know what I mean? Yeah, doing enough to win. Are we, are we going to talk? Are we going to touch a little uh, coach of the year? Because I got a couple couple guys. I got a couple guys that I wouldn't mind throwing, my, throwing in there. I would love. I would love. Let's go right into it. I mean, I think Harbaugh right now is clear-cut number one, right? Yeah. But then, how about this though? I, I'm thinking about it. You were talking injuries. How about how about Andy Reid in Kansas City? What he's done? Not really have Tyreek Hill. You know, mix and matching at uh, running back, and then Mahomes was out for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I could see that. I could see Shanahan as well. Like, yeah. 49ers are playing fantastic, and Mozart is like going forward. Like, I I started to write down. I always forget when. After the season's done and you're just jaded from fantasy, you kind of shut it off for a couple months, and then you try to cram again when it gets, like, kind of uh, towards the spring and summer. You kind of monitor it, but then the summer hits and you start really ramping it back up again. But I'm saying, like, Mozart's going to be a guy I'm really going to be targeting going forward. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, but it's like, I don't know. Well, so the fact that Breed is hurt, is that, or Breed is hurt, is that, like, is that helping him? I don't know. But, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying because there's guys that pop at the end. Like, you know, right now, are we talking guys that we want to own right now? Are we doing Are we doing that? No, I, I just – we're like – it's it's a free-for-all right now, Mike. It's it's whatever we go is – we're just organically flowing through this podcast. Because I, I got a couple guys here. I got a couple guys that, you know, really kind of pass the eye test for me. Uh, do you want to hold that? that? That's that's hit on a little bit, and then we can go after uh, after next week. Sure, sure. G- give me, give me, give me two. Hey, you want me to go right now? Just give me two. Just don't go in too much detail, but just give me two. Here's a guy that I would start like in the championship game right here. Uh, Patrick Laird right now getting a lot of volume in Miami. Back to back weeks, uh, double digits, and you know against so he played Philly and the and the Jets, and you know. 16 and a 12, and then he gets a, a soft Giants defense. I don't know. Catching the ball in the backfield, that's a guy that could be a sneaky star for somebody that kind of needs a running back. Yeah. he's. Pre- I think he's projected right now like 11.4 for fantasy. Could be a, a steady Eddie at RB2 maybe. maybe. Yeah, and I mean, they're playing a pretty a pretty soft Giants defense in my opinion. Yeah. Does Eli play again? Uh, I don't know. I have to look. I, I I haven't been paying too much attention to what, what's up with Daniel Jones since I've been you know in fantasy purgatory right now. So, all right, who's who's your next guy? Uh, you know, I was okay with Evans out. Here's the thing: there's a couple guys that kind of came on last week when Evans going down. Uh, Justin Watson, you know, looked decent, but then also Perriman, who's been like kind of in the mix there, even when Evans has been playing. So I mean that that could be someone that if if you have Evans and or if you you know need a wide receiver three one of those two guys you know they're playing against a Detroit team that is not very good. Damn, I, I could see that Bernard Perryman's kind of been bounced around the league, got drafted by the Ravens originally. I think he was a top, he was a first round pick, I believe. Yeah, I mean he went three for seventy in a toddy last yeah. week, and then uh, Watson uh, goes five for fifty nine in a toddy. So. Uh, you know, there's gonna be someone's gonna have to step step up because I don't think Evans is playing. So 
Yeah, Evans, I I think is going to shut down for the year with a hamstring injury, yeah. which is which is a shame because both Evans and Godwin are top. They are top five right now, ranked wide well, receivers. I mean, exactly. I mean, Evans caught one ball last week, purple thirteen, just stud. Um, two more pieces of news that I found very interesting this week, um, especially with the playoffs, and this guy could have been on some playoff rosters. Le'Veon Bell was had the flu and wasn't able to play, but yet was seen bowling on Sunday. How do you if you're a fantasy owner, how do you feel? Well if I'm a fantasy owner I'm pissed. At the same time though, I probably had Blau Powell like sitting on my bench. I should at least have Blau Powell sitting on my bench and I don't think he had that bad of a game. Right, last week you put up double digits, correct? Yeah, that's why you need the fancy life app, you know, so you get that instant uh notification that I know I'm plugging on different podcasts and stuff, but you get that instant uh, information that your guy's out. I would be livid because he's on, like, Instagram and Twitter right now, like, saying it was his sick game and stuff like that and comparing himself to, like, the Jordan and, like, making light of it. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, too. From a Jets perspective, do you really want to play him? I mean, I mean, there's really no need, so you don't want to risk injury. But as a fantasy owner, I'm very upset, obviously. It's bad optics. bad optics. Uh, another bad optic is, and I just don't get this take whatsoever. I know you'll have an inter- interesting, uh, uh, interesting take on it as well. But Josh Jacobs, like tweeting out, like I don't care about your fantasy team, and I just don't get why NFL players like try to belittle fantasy constantly, especially since at the end of the day, everyone's about their money, and it, like who's t- tuning into like a three o'clock Oakland game versus whoever the chargers or some like or just some trash game if you don't have any fancy players playing you know what i mean like the fantasy brings more light to your team that otherwise outside of your market no one would pay attention to so i it drives me nuts when players go out out of their way to kind of like bash on like fantasy owners and i don't care about fantasy players and stuff like that because at the end of the day that's builds your brand and it just drives me nuts what do you think no, I agree. You know, hey, don't bite the hand that feeds you. At the same time, though, I, I guarantee, like, how annoying is it if you're Josh Jacobs and probably you're getting about probably like 5,000 mentions an hour about how you're not playing, how it's killing your fans. Yeah, I, I, like, there's idiots on on social media, 100%. But if you want these lucrative contracts and you want all this money, I think it comes hand in hand. Like, it's it's part of it's part of the business. It's part of the animal. So I would be more turn off your notifications and don't mind it. But I'm a big advocate for for fancy players, for not for, for NFL players to be more uh, more cognizant of, of the fantasy world, you know. Like like Earl Thompson put out a tweet. It was fantastic. I retweeted it on the league page. Make sure to follow us on Soda TD's league where he lost by like .4 in fantasy, and he's like, I'm done with fantasy. Like, he blew up like all of us would. He's like, I can't stand it. I'm, and he was, and he took a screenshot of him losing by point four in the playoffs. It was, you talking about, okay, Earl Thomas? Yeah, Earl the, Thomas. Okay. And his, and his fantasy name was Legion of Boom. It was fantastic. Just everything about it. Like, now I'm, now I'm a fan. The guy's playing fantasy. He seems like a guy that you you know someone that plays fantasy football. You you can have a beer with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And you you gotta love it because it's at the end of the game. At the end of the day, it's just a game for for all of us. You know what I mean? So it brings more 
spotlight to uh, each in, each individual. Um, just real quickly, since we're talking about Josh Jacobs, like how bad was that Bears loss to the Raiders in London? There was a there was a bunch of bad losses that the Bears are trying to make up time for now. And but think about the, think about these last three games for the, the the Raiders. They get smoked by the Jets. Then they go to Kansas City, which is like a must win, and get smoked by Kansas City by thirty one. And then they just get the doors blown off by Tennessee and Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think we saw the last of their car. Yeah, I, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. When I'm fighting for my life and it's fourth and goal and I need him to get, um, uh, oh, why can't I think of Waller? A Darren Waller uh, touchdown and it's fourth and goal and he rolls out, he had a little pressure and he throws the ball away. I'm like, you don't even give anyone a chance. It's fourth and goal. It's fourth down. He threw it out of bounds, hit a cheerleader on the sideline. Like, yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. like not even close. Like, and then you just it, then it pans to Gruden. Gruden's like, "What the fuck?" But oh my god, I, I'm looking. I'm just looking. If I if I played if I made it to the playoffs, play Lewis, I beat him because Earth's fucking dropped the thirty. Just stupid. I do. Uh, all right, I'm done. My bad. All right, I had the second most points last week, and I lose to Andy that dropped the one sixty on me. So that's uh, that's not play the game of what ifs. Anyways. In the, in the Christmas spirit and the end of the fantasy season, I'm sure there'll be a ton of surprises. Like right now, Kirk Cousins, QB8, and has had a better season than MVP Patrick Mahomes at QB9. So that brings us to a game I like to call a little naughty or nice, Mikey Trotta. I'm going to list two players, and you determine which player you want to start this week and which player has had a better season, fantasy season, okay? Sure. All right, we're going to start out Rodgers. Or Jameis Winston? Who would you rather start this week? That's a great question. Uh, you, I mean, you got to start Jameis Winston, right? You got to against a you know a terrible you know a ter- a terrible defense in Detroit. Yeah, no, you got to do it. Hicks coming back. I know Rogers at home, but you can't start him. No, you got you got to start Jameis Winston and. Uh, one thing about Jameis is that even if they're down, he's still going to put up some fantasy points. The issue with Jameis when he really struggles is like when he throws about four or five interceptions. That's when you're really worried about it. But what I like about Jameis lately is that the interceptions are not as bad. So, you know, he, he's giving people life. Um, you got to say that to me is a no brainer, right? Okay. Let me, let's go within the numbers. All right. Rodgers plays at home against the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears has given up, on average, 17.37 points to QBs this season. And the most they've given up to a quarterback is 26.75 points. Jameis plays at Detroit. Detroit defense has given up an average of 26.56 fantasy points to QBs and has given up four games over 30-plus points. And two of those games were 40-burgers. Yeah, you know, Jameis got a broken right thumb, so it's something to monitor, something to watch the rest of this week. But I think the play has got to be Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm reading it right now. Like, he went, he's practicing without the football, so I, that's concerning to me. I, <laughs> you know, I know he's practicing, but don't you got to hold the football a little bit, you know? Oh, uh, I know. Uh, see, that's the thing that kind of makes me nervous. That's why, like, when Gallagher started Breezelet, I mean, Gallagher started Fitzpatrick. 
Like Fitzpatrick could be like a bad half away from getting benched. And so maybe I'm a little more nervous about Winston now. Like he, he could be one like thumb hit on the helmet away from not playing. That makes me nervous a little bit. Makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. Uh, I still, I still, am, I'm, I'm going to ride with Jameis. No, I would too if he's going to play. Absolutely, but uh, I just would hate an injury, though. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, next part of this question: Who do you think's had the better fantasy season thus far? You talking to me? Yeah. Rogers, oh, Rogers, or Jameis? I'm gonna say Jameis. Yep, right now, Jameis is quarterback number six, and Rodgers quarterback number seven. Well, I mean, that's deceiving, too, because Rodgers has been god-awful, but he's had, like, three big weeks, which, like, you know, is kind of balanced things out a little bit. But Rodgers has been terrible. Yeah. He's been t- there's no, there's, like, you can't split it. You can't split hairs about it. He's just been not been good as a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, Winston, right now, this, uh, this season, he's passed for over 4,000 yards, 26 TDs and 23 interceptions. Oh Rodgers is thrown for uh, 3,200 yards, 23 TDs, and two interceptions. Rodgers doesn't turn over the ball. That's the one thing. Well, yeah, he also doesn't pass. He just throws the ball away all the time. A crazy stat while uh, doing some research on this is career Jameis has only eight fewer interceptions than Roger, and Rodgers has been in the league nine years longer. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly though, Aaron Jones like really killed Rodgers this year. I mean, if he if you just give four touchdowns that you would think Rodgers would have threw for, just take away four touchdowns for Jones giving to Rodgers. I mean, it's, I guess it's a different story, but yeah, he. I mean, it's been bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's so much of Aaron Jones. I think a good running game would have helped Rodgers more. But like uh, MVS not being anything. Allison not being anything, Jimmy Graham being old as dirt, like not having, and then of course Devontae Adams banged up this year, not having that solid receiver core that Rodgers is uh, is known for up in Green Bay, I think really deterred him of having that top three fantasy finish as the quarterback position. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. All right, moving on, we're going to move on to the running back position. Um. We're going to name two running backs. One running back was probably a top 10 pick, and then one was a handcuff for a running back that was um, holding out at the beginning of the season, and that's going to be Alvin Kamara or Austin Eckler. No, it's not even close. Eckler's shit's on Kamara this year. Um, yeah. are, you talking about, are you talking about who I'd rather start this week? Who would you rather start this week? Kamara plays Monday at home versus Colts. Eckler plays at home versus Minnesota. That's a doozy. Um, My initial reaction was Kamara just because I think he's going to have a big game. I just think that. And I feel like they haven't been using him as much as they should. Like the fact that, I mean, the the fact that you score 46 points and lose and he's he's got... He got 17 touches. is fucking ridiculous. Um, going against the Colts team Monday night, I I would lean towards Kamara, but it's hard not to play Eckler because I mean, it, I mean the number. I mean he's got to be a top five fantasy running back this this year without a doubt, right? Do you want me to go inside the numbers? Yeah, go ahead. I'll go inside the numbers. Eckler, 
Um, Eckler currently is running back number three, and yeah. Kamara's currently running back 11. Kamara plays against the Colts. Colts defense averages 14.6 fantasy points to opposing running backs, which ranks seventh fewest in the league. Eckler plays against Minnesota, which gives up 14 points to opposing running backs, who ranks um, sixth fewest in the league. So both the defenses are pretty pretty similar. Um, I think I just don't know why Sean Payton like that was an absolute blowout, uh, a shootout you could say a shootout with San Francisco last week, and Kamara was really irrelevant. I mean, it just can't happen. I don't get it. I mean, uh, he's, I mean, you could argue. I mean, I think he's probably been. You could say maybe one of the biggest busts. But you, I know he's been he's been hurt too, right? But it, you know, just not not getting you what you expected from him. Another interesting stat that I couldn't believe. I I had to look this up when I heard it. Uh, Kamara's never rushed for over 100 yards or had over 100 receiving yards in his career. Really? I believe the rushing more than I believe the receiving. I thought he would have. Interesting. You know what's crazy, too? He played 76% of snaps last week, so it's not like he's not on the field. They're just not using him. Uh, You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, I think that's something to monitor going into uh, when we're talking about next year. Alvin Kamara, you got to love the talent, but for some, like, what, Jeremy Hill, not Jeremy Hill, what the hell is that idiot Hill name? Taysom Hill. Taysom Taysom Hill is the worst player ever. Like, I don't understand why he's even on a football field. Like, why is Sean Payton so enamored with this person? Yeah, I mean, he loves him some uh, Taysom Hill. And the thing is, too, it's like they'll be driving and then they'll take Breeze out of the game to, like, run a play for him. Like, what are you doing? I just, I, just, I mean, thank God I don't have Kamara this year because, I mean, I, last year you know how, how much I battled, battled with Sean Payton and his play calling. But it's just I don't get it. Like, you have the best, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game and you're going to sub, like, you're going to have him line up his receiver so Taysom Hill could run the option. Jesus. Yeah, like, if... If Hill is still in the NFL, like Tebow should be in the NFL, they're the same player. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. But he's just know. got he's got better hands. He can catch the ball more than okay. Tebow. Yeah. All right, that that does it for a little naughty or nice. Um, we're gonna go right into the final four weekend matchup breakdown. Um, we got four, we got two games we want to break down. We got um, Mikey ones and twos on the line. Um, first, we're going to go, we got Dave Sniffs, AB's Farts. That's Matt Channel's team. He plays Tom Squad, Steuben's team. Who do you like and who do you think is going to advance to the championship? That's a great question. Some golfing buddies going after. I called him Steuben like two weeks ago. Him and Channel are like already playing on the back nine at like 7 a.m. Just couldn't get, couldn't get a call, though. Yeah. That, that was interesting. You know, Dave's an avid golfer now, dude. You have to, you have to realize. You can't get a call, dude. I get it. You're on YouTube. You know, hitting your driver about 300 yards. But hey, remember who you remember? Hey, remember, remember who the guy was when you bu- you bought a bucket from Stony Creek and you put it straight in your bag? <laughs> remember, like who that was, dude? Yeah, pe- I was with you when you did that. Yeah, so. pe- people don't forget. And I just love the matchup. Like, channel's been rocking the Dave sniffs, AB's farts, um, handle. All year as his team name, and he plays against Steuben going in to uh, the 
the championship. You know, it's kind of what he was been asking for. So that's let's see what happens. Who do you got? Uh, it's a tough one. You know, I love the Kittle versus Atlanta matchup. Ooh, you know, it's tough. I mean, oh man, Hopkins against Tennessee is interesting to me. Aaron Jones against Chicago. I don't know. I don't see that being especially the Hicks coming back. I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to play that well. You know what's interesting to me? He's going back to Brady against Cincinnati, which I obviously understand. It's gonna it's gonna come down to Brady to me. If I think Brady could put up a thirty, then I think Dave wins. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Dave's team. It's been flowing, and I mean, what he's been getting out of Derrick Henry has just been out of control. Whew, I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, Derrick Henry gets Houston, a division rival. A huge game. Houston's terrible against the run. You got to like that. Oh, but, oh, man. This is a tough one, man. Who do you got? I, I'm, right now, I'm leaning towards Dave. Right now, Channel's projected 141 and Dave's projected 136. Um, I think this game, like, it's pretty evenly matched up the way I'm looking at it. I think um, Channel's got slightly better wide receivers. But, like, that Pascal is going to be a question mark for me. Um, and See, then I, I, don't, I don't see it that way. I, I kind of like Steuben's receivers. Uh, no, I think that pa- Pascal is a question mark. That's why I'm leaning a little bit more towards Dave, even though I think Channel's got the bigger names. Um, is his this top two wide receivers? But mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to Miles Sanders versus Mozart. Yeah, and now that I'm looking at it, I'm I'm tweet. I mean. I don't know. I agree. I agree. I think that Mostert start could be huge. I think Godwin could Godwin could go for a thirty against Detroit very easily. Yeah. Ooh, Dak. He's starting Dak against the Rams. Uh, that's just a shit show over there in Dallas lately. Like that, a team that's seven and nine is going to host the uh, <laughs> the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is razor thin. Razor thin. I think. I don't know. I'm leaning towards Dave, but uh, you could convince me. You could convince me, Channel. He's got Larrick sitting on his bench. Ugh, that'd be a guts. That'd be a ballsy start by Channel. He started him over Moster or even Aaron Jones, for that matter. I think I'm going to take Dak because I just haven't seen it from Brady. I think that could be like a pounded out. They could run the ball a ton and be up early on Cincy. So like, and I think. Yeah, but I think the Cowboys going to be like Dak's going to get a lot of fourth quarter points for a channel. That's the way I look at it. Fair enough, but but here's the thing though too with New England that's like struggling lately. Like, is this one of these games where like they go out pound a team and they're still throwing the ball when they're up forty? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, they've they are us. Uh, they're out scouting pretty thoroughly over there, as we uh, touched on earlier. With yeah, our, right now I'm going to lead Dave, but you know. We'll we'll make sure to put out a poll um, to of these games and then to see who do you think is going to win it all. But uh, let's move on to the the other uh, final four game. We got go DJ. That's my DJ. That's Lath versus Lamar's attack. Lu- Lewis Lath versus Lewis. Who do you got and why? I know Lamar Jackson's playing. Is he for sure playing against the Jets? It's yeah, happening. he came out to say and said today, and he said he's for sure playing. I don't know, man. I, 
just feel like Lewis has got such question marks at receiver. Lockett has been terrible, right? I hate the Matt Ryan start at San Fran. Just hate that if you're if you're late. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. I could see this being like a one ten to one oh five game. Of course. Uh and DJ Sharks banged up. <sighs> man. I think I'm gonna lean Lewis here just because Oh man, I don't even know, man. That's whew. I'm gonna lean Lewis just for Lamar Jackson. Like that he just he just wins them this game. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm gonna lean Lewis. I, I I hate. I don't like the Anthony Miller start. I really don't like that start at all. Lewis also got Juju on the bench that he could start. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like Eckler, you know, to be serviceable against Minnesota. And I would start. And Lewis got Singletary on the bench, and I'd start Singletary over uh, Le'Veon. Le'Veon. I agree too. Yeah, so there's some moves to be made. I, like I hate mixing against New England. Don't like that. If you're late, I like Fournette a little against Oakland. I don't. I, I really don't like the Matt Ryan start at San Fran, traveling yeah. across the country. I, yeah, I would start Kyler Murray at home versus Cleveland. I think you gotta do that, right? Yeah, and I'm just looking at Late's bench, and like I'm not gonna bag on them. The kid's in the Final Four. But he's got, like, Greg Olson that's out for the year. He's got Alden Tate that's on IR. Uh, he's got Penny that tore his ACL. It's just like, like, are you trying to save the 25 cents to not make a transaction and just go with what you got? No, he's, you know, he's like the Oakland Athletics dude. He's really mean out here. All right. All right. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. But not not bagging I'm, on the kid. Not bagging on the kid. I'm, just saying. I'm not, this could be a low-scoring game, and it could go any way. I, I kind of like just the fact that he's got Lamar Jackson. I mean, Michael Thomas against Andy, you know, he's going to eat. Yeah. I mean, man, it's a tough one, tough one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Lewis. I'm going to go Lewis here, but I think it's close. Yeah, I'm saying this is going to be a 113 to 105 game. And I think this game is determined on how well uh, Lamar Jackson plays on Thursday. So I think this game's going to be determined on, really, you're going to know by tomorrow who's going to win this game. If Mark Jackson pops off, I say Lewis wins. But if he's only, like, puts up, like, a 22, then um, I think uh, Joe Mixon's going to get a lot of check down, so I think his number's going to pump up a little bit. Um, and pff, Hooper coming back, he's healthy against San Francisco. Actually, I think Lewis. I'm going to take Lewis in this. Yeah. I mean, it's anybody. I mean, both these games are going to be close. I mean, I think honestly, if I think you know, if Steuben plays Lewis or or Lewis or uh, Lath, I, I I think both Channel and Steuben outscore Lewis and Lath. Absolutely. All right, that wraps it up for the final four. Wish uh, all those four contestants good luck and their fancy endeavors. And now, do you want to stick around for a little bit more? Or- you want yeah, I'll do a little of this last segment, and then you, you can get me off before the bar's payment. All right. Um, sit tight for a second there, buddy. We're going to break down the Teats Bowl. I would have thought that you were, were going to be in the
yep. Right then and there, you heard it there, Trotta. The Teats Bowl. Um, Got to play a little Undertaker music because it's terrible. The Teats break down me versus McCarthy. I, I'll let you kick it off, and then I'll say my piece. Um, are you, you're going to start calling against Green Bay? I don't know. We could talk about it. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's got Marvin Jones in his, in his lineup who's on RR. You know it'd be kind of interesting? Oh, if Evan Ingram plays with uh, uh, with Eli, I mean, possibly if Eli plays, that could be a sneaky start. Um, I, if you're if you're if you're McCarthy, I mean, he's starting Sanu Landry, and then probably wow, Tyrell Williams against Jacksonville, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean. You know what's the scary part is the Mahomes thing, and again they're playing in Denver, so you should be they should they should keep him somewhat in check. But like Mahomes, any given day could go for a fifty. I Ten, know. Um, two, you know, with Tannehill, I know he's been great, but like now we're talking, and he's and he beat the Colts. I mean, I mean not the Colts. He, they they went in there and smoked Oakland, but you're talking the div- divisional game, huge huge stakes on line. Is Tannehill going to show up? Um, yeah. With the bloody lights against Houston. All right, Mike, sit back. Um, I found myself today calling all the teats from Christmas past, my friend. Calling every teats member of this league and inquiring what what they have done differently in their game. And I was trying to learn from their mistakes. That's why I called you, called uh, Lath, Lath and Answer, called Ryan, talked to Ryan, talked to Channel, talked to, to Gallagher. Gallagher gave me like the worst advice. He's like, really, it's not that bad. I've been there four times. You just learn, <laughs> you just learn to accept it. And like, I cannot accept it. Um, I I found the the common driving factor in every one of them is the shame they felt as not only a man but as a fantasy player. Um, your voice as a last place loser will never be worth anything. So this might be the end of the podcast. Honestly, if I take last, like, well, how can I come on and in good conscience and try to give you advice? It, <laughs> For what? You're I'm a loser. Um That's how I felt. Yeah, so I have written a letter on this day prior to the Teats Bowl and addressed it to myself to be delivered on draft day. And if I shall lose, I hope to never have to open this letter, but if I do, I will uh I'll open it on draft day. And uh-huh. it's uh it's gonna be pretty abysmal. Um well on that note that's break down the game. Um for the what what week is this? Fifteen. Yep. For the fifteenth straight week, I am projected to win. <laughs> Every week I've been projected to win. I'm projected a one thirty eight. I'm uh, I'm the commish. That's me versus the big truce. For uh, versus Mr. McCarthy's projected one eleven. I've lost nine of ten. Um. I'm looking up. There, there's. I'm looking for light. I'm in a hole, and I'm. I'm looking for a hand, a help, just a helping hand, something. Um, you you touched upon earlier. This might be a huge Alvin Kamara game, and I'm like, oh god. Um, who am I? Who am I? I gotta start Terry Cohen. The dude gets three rushes. Just I hope he gets. I hope he puts up a ten. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I agree. I just. I didn't know if you had any other options. I mean, go back to AP. 
Uh, mean, that's why I picked up AP. AP might be a play. Um, I'm still thinking about it. OBJ, like that whole saga about OBJ, he's like, during games, he's like telling people, like, come get me. <laughs> and then Baker came out and said that they, the athletic training staff mismanaged his, um, his, I guess he had a sports hernia in the preseason. They said he should have had surgery and sat out like the first couple of games. And like that was never on any of the injury reports, which I, I thought the NFL was supposed to be cracking down on and supposed to be finding teams. So I hope that gets addressed because that's abysmal. Um, Cooper Cup last week, the guy's a top six right now, a wide receiver in all football. Dude played f- 34% of the snaps. Like, I hate to see that. And they said it was, and you know what they said? They said it was a scheme thing. So they have that. Who who's the Reynolds? Uh, the other wide receiver was out there more than him. So you're telling me Reynolds? And then Cooper Cup's known to be a good blocker. So you're telling me Reynolds is a scheme thing? I know they were going a lot of heavy tight end sets, but hate to see that. Amari oh, yeah. Cooper comes and goes. He might be dead some week. I need a Christian McCaffrey game. I need Waller. I picked up Robbie Gold because I can never guess right for kickers. And I don't know right now if I'm going to start Philly against Washington or New Orleans versus Indy at home on Monday. Um, I think you got to start Philly, right, against Washington? You would think, but they're against – I just – I don't I don't know. Up is down, north is south, you know, east is west. It's just I don't know fantasy when it comes mm-hmm. to picking. I text Jim. I text Jim Malik about like a a quintessential like st- who not to start and who to start for like six different times this year. Jim Malik's zero and six. Zero and six. You know what's funny though? Every time I asked him, he was like money for me though. It's just terrible. Um, it really comes like. Like I don't. See, you do you see like Sanu killing? I don't know. I hope like. Hey, hey, revenge game for Sanu. I know. Going he's going way back. Um, Landry, Landry gets Arizona. I don't know, but he's even playing. Doesn't Landry hurt too? I thought. Yeah, but he's been he's been like extremely better than OBJ. Oh my god, he's been so much better. He's been so solid. Um, you know the issue is again the Mahomes thing. Uh, like that's who I'm worried about for you. And I know it's against Denver, but I mean I think they played him earlier this year and he torched him. And he's at home. I just, I just don't. I think I'm, like I say all the time. I don't want to be a week late on Tannehill, and I just hope like Houston's D like could be scored upon. So just, I just want Tannehill to be just score your projected points. Yes. Just don't like. That's all I want. Just everyone, just score your projected points. And for the love of God, just can I have like, I just hate that Chris McCaffrey wasted on, arguably the worst team in the league. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, you know what's crazy? I was looking at Odell just now. He's only had two games where he scored over 20 fantasy points. Ugh. I know, Mike. I know. It's disgusting. Uh, and one man. was and one was a broken play against the Jets where he went like 99 yards to the house. He started Jacksonville defense, which could be good or it could be terrible. Like I could see like one of those games where like Carr throws like three picks and one of them in the house. Or I could see a game where, like, you know, because Oakland hasn't been playing that well, maybe they maybe they kind of shred Jacksonville because Jacksonville hasn't been that good defensively. The only good thing I like about that for me is it's the last game in Oakland ever, 
So hopefully, like, Oakland balls out, you would think. Like, please send those great fans off in the black hole with, like, a W. Yeah. I mean, you got to feel – you got to be feeling confident about this game, though. Who who goes in the Teats game feeling confident? No, I get it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, with your with your personnel compared to McCarthy, at the same time – I think I could I could see a I could see a Kamara big game because I feel like they haven't been getting involved. So you got to watch out for that. You know what's gonna like, Mark Ingram if he goes for a twenty, you got to be hating yourself. Yep, it's gonna be. Uh, you hate to see it, like they say. You hate to see it. Yep. All right. Well. All right. Mikey Max getting a little tired. I got a big game tomorrow, so I got to rest up. Uh, Mikey, I appreciate you. Uh, helping us out on the podcast next week. Me and Mike will be together in the studio, dropping yeah. dropping um, the last podcast of of the year. No, I think we'll we'll break down the championship and then we'll do one um, conclusion of the entire fantasy season. But sure. the, the season's coming to an end. Wish everyone good luck and uh, thank you, Mike, for hopping on the podcast. All right, take care, man. Appreciate you. Peace. All right, thanks, Mike. Um, just a little wrap-up, a little special Christmas present, mortgage payment. It's uh, For me, I think it's the week of the Road Warriors. I like the Texans plus three at the Titans. I like the Bills plus two at the Steelers. I like the Rams at Cowboys in a pick em. And I like the Vikings minus two and a half at the Chargers. Um, I like the Vikings. That I'm taking all Road Dogs. Uh, I'm looking maybe to be three and one on the season. I'm at a, about a 58% clip, so if you're paying attention to mortgage payment, you're winning some money. I'm not saying a ton, but you are ahead, so that's something to monitor. I know it's been a little long podcast, and um, breaking down the Final Four weekend. Like I say, I appreciate everyone coming out and listening to us to the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, all that good stuff. And make sure to at least... At least click that you're downloading the podcast. I don't care if you're listening, just download. But as always, it's never too late to come back and relax in the lounge. And I appreciate you. Good night.